How's it going, everybody? It is once again me, Chewy, one of the hosts of the podcast titled Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. And I am once again joined by the awesome Belle. How's it going, Belle? Hey, it's going good. And you? It's going all right. I work today, so that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's because it's always funny how on, my, on the days off, time goes by super fast, and then I'm at work, and it feels like I'm there for a year. Oh, I know. <laughs> So I'm already looking forward to my next day off, which will be on Sunday, when today's Tuesday, so it's a long ways to get there. <laughs> It'll uh, fly by. I sure hope Hopefully. so. I sure hope so. I need beer in the meantime. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to remind our listeners to check out our social media. We have profiles on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. I was going to say Tinder for a minute, so I stopped myself. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Not not on Tinder. Not on Tinder. Well, I, I am, but not, not as part of the podcast. But anyways, or I was. I haven't even... We're looking for spooky ghosts on Tinder. <laughs> I haven't used my Tinder in like forever, but I think it's still active. I, I don't even have it on my phone right now, but I think it's still active. I, I don't think I deleted it. But anyways, if you see me under, um, I don't know. Do your thing. Uh, <laughs> but no, the podcast is not on Tinder. We are on pretty much anything. And uh, <laughs> the easiest funny because like there should be like a podcast tinder where you're like you give like a synopsis of what you're about and then they can swipe right and then automatically save it to like they're listened to you know oh that'd be awesome <laughs> that's a very interesting concept there so if that gets created bell gets the royalties because she's talking about it right now yes uh, please <laughs> <laughs> and i get 10 percent for being her co-host um <laughs> so anyways bill uh, oh yeah i was gonna finish that that um where where that even come from yeah it's simply it's been a long day um yes you can find those on linktree that's the easiest way to find those because we have all of our links to all our social media there and that is linktree.com slash myths behind lgds you can find those on there and so bill what movie are we talking about today the nightmare on elm street but like some random remake (laughs) <laughs> like, I think they did it, like, at the back of, like, a Target or something. <laughs> I like how the fact you say it's a random remake, even though it was made by a major studio. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I don't even remember which studio made it, but it, it's not like it was one of those sci-fi channel movies. I mean, it might as well have been because of the way that it looks. But, um, yeah, uh, we'll be right back to talk about that movie in a few seconds here. So stick around. Okay, so now we're back to actually discuss the movie, Bill. And you said something a couple minutes ago that made me laugh, and it's going to stay with me forever now. But <laughs> you said that <laughs> it looks like this movie was made in the back of a Target somewhere. Why this? <laughs> why did this movie make you feel that way? He just looks like like they they picked him up at the flea market, Freddy Krueger, <laughs> and like his voice came from like Five Below. Like <laughs> it's just ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> okay but ghetto as in like it's it's like a bargain bin version of freddy or ghetto as in he's yeah 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 that's why he came uh, from like all these random the flea market and five below because <laughs> lord jesus the, oh. he looked weird too like his face didn't even look like a face like the original freddy yes he was burned and scarred or whatever but he looked like a human he this one looked like a gray like the aliens you know oh yeah who was just <laughs> trying to pass <laughs> as a creeper? <laughs> okay, Bill. So 
the movie starts in this diner, right? This guy shows up at a diner and he looks all agitated. I'm right. Yeah. This? Okay. He looks strung out. <laughs> like he needs a fix. <laughs> <laughs> a fix of something. Okay. So he gets to the diner and it looks all deserted, I think. Or is that, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? Uh, no, because he's dreaming. So it looks deserted. Yeah. Okay. Because so he that... fell asleep waiting for the coffee. There you go. That's right. So, so yeah, like, full disclaimer or full disclosure, I am not a huge fan of this movie at all. I didn't think it was that you great. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it a few days ago and I'm already forgetting it. See, the, the first time that I watched this movie, I went to the theater to see it. Oh my well, God, why would you do that? <laughs> I was dragged <laughs> by somebody that I was dating at the time. She was like, let's oh. go see Freddy. Let's go see Freddy. You like Freddy. And I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> And I already had... Oh, she didn't talk to that, by the way, but... Um, <laughs> that would have been annoying. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> so, we go to see the movie, and I already have low expectations, because I'm not a huge fan of most remakes, for the most part, and this may make me seem like I'm a judgmental motherfucker, but I am, kind of, in a way. When it comes to the movies that I grew up watching, I'm pretty picky. That is why I am also not a fan of the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, but I digress. Um... <laughs> You're going to lose your whole fan base today, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, the, the five people that listen to us will not tune in anymore. Um, I mean, anyways, we all have our opinions and we talked about... Actually, we ha we talked about Friday the 13th, but we have not talked about Rob Zombie Halloween and I hope we never do. But, uh, but anyways, I like certain remakes. This one, not so much. And I, re I had low expectations, expectations the first time that I saw it. I'm sorry, but every time you say that, I think of that Mad TV skit, Lowered Expectations. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> so, as I was watching the movie that, that first time a long time ago, I realized that my expectations were high uh, compared to what I was watching in the, <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> so, uh, what I thought this movie was going to be, the actual movie was even lower. And even though I was already thinking it was going to be not that great. So, over the years, I mean, this movie came out in 2010. So, it's been 12 years. And in that whole span of time, I have not seen this movie again. Until this time that I watched it for us, for the podcast. Mm. So, I had forgotten a lot of the movie's uh, scenes. And as I was watching it, I realized why I didn't want to have any memories of this movie. <laughs> 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 so... Long story short, I mean, it's already been a long story, but long story short, <laughs> I, I'm already forgetting this movie again because I'm not a huge fan of it. So if you hear me mumbling a little bit or kind of trying to figure out where I'm at at some point in time, it's because I'm literally forgetting what the movie was about. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so the guy's at the diner and he falls asleep and then he wakes up and he's talking to a friend of his. And then... He falls asleep again, correct? Yeah. <laughs> See, you're forgetting too. Uh, so then he sees Freddy and... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he sees Freddy and then Freddy offs him. And in the real world, it looks like the guy ended, him, ended his, his own life. Right? With the knife and the Oh girl. yeah, he does it in front of the, the girl. Mm -hmm. And that girl, was that his girlfriend or his sister? I forgot. I think it was his girlfriend, right? From my understanding, it was... Nothing serious. <laughs> I guess you could call it a situationship, but then I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a casual fling. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
So at this point, it looks like this girl is gonna be the main protagonist. Her name is Chris, and she is patterned after the character of Tina in the first movie, in the original movie. And they kind of do the same thing with her because they make her seem like she's gonna be the main girl for like the first what twenty minutes, maybe. Yeah. And so they go to the funeral, and then she sees the ghost of this little creepy girl with a torn up dress. And then, which is actually herself as a child. Yes, that is correct. So, now at this point, she's not aware of that. She thinks it's some other little random girl that she sees. Yeah. Because, <laughs> see, the theme of forgetting in in me right now about this movie actually goes or relates to the characters in the movie because they themselves forgot what happened to them when they were kids. So, they have no memories of them ever knowing each other, even though they did. So, since we're already jumping a little bit ahead here, why do you think that happens? It's kind of something like similar to what we saw in It, right? Yeah, because like you go through something traumatic and you tend to block it out. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it was here. And then plus the parents did everything they could to make sure they forgot about it. They didn't want to encourage them to remember the, the traumatic event that they went through. Yeah. Which is very apple tree. I'm not sure if you remember that uh, that actual thing that happened at a daycare or allegedly happened at a daycare. Was this local? No, um, I forget where it was from, but this was in like the height of the satanic panic. And these parents were accusing this daycare of molesting and doing terrible things to their kids. So these parents would tell like, hey, Bob, right? Uh, Bertha did this to you? Like they were giving, I forget how it, what it's called at this time, but they were kind of like force feeding them what to say. Oh, it was a huge thing, yeah. But that's how it started. I feel like that's when they were explaining what happened when they were younger. I feel like that's what it sounded like hmm. until we found the dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. So you think they might have based that part of this movie on that? I honestly think so, because as soon as I saw it, I was like, hey, Apple Tree. And, and then I was kind of watching it. But like this was actually real in the movie, you know. So that's where it kind of came to mind was that that whole thing that happened so then tina or not tina sorry but chris yeah i'm, I'm thinking of the first movie so chris eventually christina go- <laughs> ex tina <laughs> uh well she's supposed to be a high school kid but she looks like she's 40 years old in this movie they all do <laughs> well nancy looks like she's maybe like in her 20s and this is something that we all i mean i i think we co- might have covered this a long time ago when monica was still here but Basically, what they do is they hire older people to play kids because it's cheaper, believe it or not. Well, the isn't the labor laws different? And also, they can do more enough, like things exactly. that you can't do with kids. So. Exactly. Yeah, so that's one thing. Uh, labor laws for one. And then two, that child needs to have a tutor on set at all times. So that way they don't miss under education. So they got to pay that person to teach the kid whatever it is they're, they're learning that day. And those people don't charge cheap, I don't imagine. I and... wouldn't. Shit, I would pay, like, I would charge out the wazoo. I'm like, it's $1,000 an hour. Perfect. <laughs> See, so that's where they hired college-looking kids, or in this case, in Chris's case, like, a mom, because it's cheaper. Uh, she's just, I mean, she's, like, maybe, she was maybe, at the time this movie came out in her mid-20s, but she looks, like, old. I don't know why. But um, and I'm not, I don't mean that as an insult. It's just maybe that's the way they looked, or that they made her look for this movie. Yeah. 
Well, she was stressed out, man. She lived a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So then she goes up to the attic and she finds the torn up dress. And that's when she starts to figure out that she was, in fact, that creepy little girl that she saw in the graveyard. Yeah, she saw the, the torn up dress and she found a picture of them. I what was it kindergarten? I forget the grade. Mm -hmm. They were together. Uh, she found the picture of all of them. She's like, oh, my God, we all knew each other. Chris is kind of trying to figure out or, or piecing together the whole mystery of her existence from the picture that she found and then the torn up dress. And at some point, I think she confronts her mother. So she tells Chris, oh, it's, it's okay, don't worry about it, whatever. And then her boyfriend comes over to spend the night because her mom's going to be taken off and I think she's a stewardess, right? Yes. Well, actually, the boyfriend, they're not together. They broke up. Mm -hmm. But she went to go, he went to go and be nosy. I forgot why. He had a reason to be there. Mm, I can think of a reason to be there <laughs> for him. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because that guy had just died and he wanted to go comfort her, mm -hmm. which was like his easy in. But then all hell breaks loose. That's kind of sleazy if you do that, I think. Yeah, but he's not exactly a stand up guy. <laughs> so he took off running. After the, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> you just witnessed the person getting killed, but hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just books it, which I get it because they're going to assume he did it, which they ended up doing. But oh, I yeah. mean, try to render some aid. I don't know. Patch her up. Something. <laughs> he tried. I mean, he, he tried to say, hey, Chris, are you OK? Are you OK? <laughs> Wake up now. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. He's like, oh, shit. Now I got to run to someone else's house. Yeah, so <laughs> so then he gets caught, of course. Oh, actually, he he gets caught after he talks to Nancy for a bit. He goes, he actually manages to visit Nancy for a bit, and that's when he tells her, "Don't fall asleep." Don't, like, you know, that's the key to all this. So that's when they start introducing Nancy more into the picture, and then she obviously becomes the the main person because the other one's dead. But. I feel like this Nancy's a little flat, to be honest. As, as, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't mean that literally, Bell. <laughs> what I was thinking, I was just thinking that's a really weird way of <laughs> saying that. Yeah, she's a two D cartoon character. No, um, <laughs> um, she might as well be like that because I, I feel like the characters in this movie were were really kind of like, eh. Like, a lot of them were just phoning in their performance. And, I mean, I don't mean to... I don't know. I'm being judgmental here, and I hate it. Isn't that the whole point of this, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but usually I have a reason, or, or I try to find the reason why I don't like something. And, and this movie, I don't know what it is. I mean, I just can't get into it. And it, it sucks because I'm a huge fan of the franchise. But, I don't know. So... I feel like not just Nancy, but every character in this film is a little bit... I don't even want to say underdeveloped, because that's not even the problem. The problem is that their performances as a whole is just like, eh, like, okay, we're doing this today, okay. Uh. <laughs> okay, so what happens next, Bill? Help me out. Um, let me see. So the one girl dies. She gets shredded in the air, like, which reminded me of Scary Movie. I was like, maybe that's where they got it from. Because I couldn't under it was like it was the poltergeist where they got not the poltergeist exorcist or this one, but it makes more sense with this one. After that, she well, she's she's drawing these 
the the things she dreams like she's there with her charcoal and stuff and the cops come to and they find that guy and her her and her mom are like oh no what's going on kind of thing mm-hmm. that's all i remember <laughs> <laughs> so we're both drawing a blank now uh well i think what happens later we're is terrible. that uh the main dude quentin starts popping up around this time right Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now I see. It's because I had to see his face. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, him. So they start hanging out, kind of. They start kind of trying to piece things together. And they talk to each other about their dreams, this and that. And this is around the time where uh, I think there's that scene in the in the bookshop, maybe. And so he starts figuring out that this guy named Freddy is haunting both of their dreams. Actually, all of them. Yeah, and then eventually they start looking up into into his background, who that guy was, and then is this around the time where Freddy starts kind of planting the seeds of doubt in their brains as far as to his quote unquote innocence? Um, this is when he's trying to get them to remember. I wouldn't say that he's well. I guess he's trying to play the victim because like the scenes that he shows them is like him just trying to be a nice gardener and play with the kids and all of a sudden you're running away from the parents for no apparent reason and getting burned alive for no reason uh-huh it was the, the parents that knew and uh, that kind of like connie her character is the one that made it come to light like oh no it's because this is what you guys told us when we were little and then the other guy gets mad he's like no how could you listen to us we were children that never happened yeah, because he starts, I think, believing that what he saw in that dream was what actually happened. But that was, I think, what Freddie wanted him to think happened. Yeah, because Freddie looked like a victim there. Like, there was no reason for him to be burned. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I wasn't too much of a fan of. I mean, among many others. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I can kind of see why Freddie would want to do that, I guess. But then... Why would they defend him even though he's trying... I mean, he's trying to kill you. Why would you try to defend him even though he was, like, innocent? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's... I'm like, come on, guys. He's already, like, killed a bunch of you off. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean... I don't know. This whole movie, I think it's messy. <laughs> it's a little bit... like Kind of like this episode, <laughs> by the way. It's all, yeah. over, it's all over the place. Um, we just want to apologize to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's really rare that I let. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't like the movie. I don't hate the movie because hating this is too much of a. a it takes too much energy. But I, I. It's rare that I let my dislike of a film affect the episodes that we make. But this time, I'm like, man. <laughs> it just. I couldn't get over the way he looked and the way he sounded. He, like, tried to sound like Batman. <laughs> See, and the guy who plays Freddy in this movie is a good actor. He's really good. Jackie Earl Haley. Is he? Yeah, he's pretty good. But, and, I mean... I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it must be really difficult to try to fill the shoes of such an iconic character to begin with. Because, I mean... I said earlier that I had low expectations, but at the same time, I there was a part of me that wanted to give this movie a chance and prove and you know have it prove me wrong. That would have been great. I would have loved for this movie to prove me wrong. That you know what, it was actually a great movie, and I was just completely misguided in my 
contempt for it <laughs> before I even saw it, mind you, back then. <laughs> but I just, man, like even him, like I, I agree with you. Even him in this movie is just he looks out of place, or he looks. I don't know what I'm. What is the word that I'm looking for? Well, it's not even the fact that it's him. It's the fact how they created the character to look. Because allegedly, what they did for the look is they actually looked at pictures of, of people who, who were injured in fires and who were disfigured by the fires, mind you. So people were like real-life burn victims. That is who this Freddy is supposed to look like. And... I mean, and I don't mean to make you feel bad by saying that, but I mean, I don't know, like, if that was the right thing to do. Maybe that's why he looked the way he did. Like, you know how I mentioned, like, he, because the original Freddy did look like a person because his face stayed the same shape. It yeah. was just with the scars. So you telling me this, now that I, I think back, they did a good job of that because he did look disfigured. And I'm not making fun of burn victims because I know I said earlier he looked like an alien, like a grave. But that's because I was I didn't know that that was their like what they were shooting for, which if they were shooting for that, they landed it and they they did a great job. Then I mean, like, but I understand where you're coming from. Like, I, I know you're not trying to make fun of anybody, but I, I do think I don't know, because when it comes to that. Freddy's a supernatural character. And just by the very nature that he can appear in your dreams and kill you. But I feel like they were trying to do something right or, or take a different approach with it. And I think it ended up backfiring because you're not the only person that says or ha that has said that Freddy looks weird or like an alien or something like that. I think the vast majority of people that have watched this movie, that's one of the main points. They criticize the, the Freddy, the look of him. And yeah. There's actually a meme, like, you know how those memes where you buy something from Wish.com or something like that? <laughs> and so <laughs> they they put Freddy, like the real Freddy or, you know, the old Freddy on the left and say Freddy Krueger. And then on the right is this guy and it's like Freddy Krueger from Wish.com or something like that. <laughs> <And it's> like... <laughs> See, so like you said earlier, it's like something that they picked up at a bargain bin somewhere and just kind of stitch it together. Yeah. Going back to the plot of the movie, <laughs> we're trying to because I'm kind of trying to think what's happening. So they actually end up going to the school, like where they were at, the the kindergarten. Yes. And this kindergarten is like in the middle of a forest or something. <laughs> because like they're driving outside of the city. They're, it looks completely deserted. Super dark. And then as they're driving, they're kind of trying to establish a connection between themselves. They're joking around, stuff like that. And then, all of a sudden, Freddy appears in the middle of the highway. Yes. And then they kind of, like, go off-road. And they find the school. And this school, once again, it's, like, in the middle of nowhere. Like, in the middle of a cornfield. Or a forest or something. So, I don't think I would want my child to go to school that's, like, that secluded. Maybe it was secluded because, like, after what happened, like, it, no one wanted to go there. You know? So they kind of like let it go to shit. Because when they when they flash back, it looks nice. Yeah. I don't know. I just mean like as far as distance wise, because it looks like they drove around for a while. 
Oh, so. yeah. I get what you're saying now. I thought you meant like the location. No, like well, I, I, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the the look of the school, rather. Yeah. They discover, like you said earlier, the dungeon, and that's where Freddy would take his his victims, and they start remembering what he actually, in fact, did to them. So now, it's all coming to to the light that Freddy was indeed, indeed a an abuser. Yes. And he kept souvenirs, he took pictures, so the whole thing, and it's just, wow. So then, this is where they figure out, well, uh, we're going to drag him out. How do they figure out they can drag him out, by the way? Um, that, no, okay, I don't remember them actually coming up with the idea. Right? Because, like, I know on, on Freddy vs. Jason, um, she pulled an ear when he when she got woken up, and she had the ear in her hand. Mm-hmm. So I know she made the connection with that. But I think in this episode, or this episode, this one, it was like a, a, a piece of clothing that got brought back. I know something did come back and maybe that's how they figured it out. Now that I, I'm telling the what happened in the other movie, I think <laughs> it's clicking. See, I can't remember. And now, Freddy vs. Jason, that's a movie. We should do that one soon, for sure. That'll put me in a oh, great... I love <laughs> that one. That'll put me in a great mood, Belle, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, no, I, no, I'm not being sarcastic. I, I love that movie. Um, <laughs> so, they somehow figure out they can drag Freddy into the real world. And so, she tells Quentin, Quentin, wake me up. I'm going to put my alarm. You wake me up. And what does this guy do? He fucking falls asleep. Falls asleep like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that I would have some sort of advantage because I, I hardly ever sleep. But remember, he's been up for like ever. Oh, yeah. That, because he's been popping pills uh-huh. to stay up. Yeah. I hate that because there's been times where I'm like deliriously tired, but I'm having to work. And as I'm sitting there at my desk, like, I will nod off. And then I'll hear the beep in my headset that I'm getting a call. And then I get so scared. My heart races. And then I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? What day is it? <laughs> yes, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, so then <laughs> Freddy's is uh catches Quentin in, in the dream world in this little boiler room dream. And it looked for a minute like he actually did kill him. He pretty much in pierced the... his his midsection with a with a blade glove. And oh, so, yeah. so it looks like Quentin's done for, I mean, but he actually survives. And so then Freddy turns to Nancy at this point and he starts messing around with her dreams. And then that's when she wakes up and she actually pulls him out into the real world. And for all the hate that I've been <laughs> spewing about this movie and this complete episode, I want to do say that the way she killed him was kind of cool, I guess. I don't remember what happened. She actually had some sort of machete in and like chopped off his head. Very Jason. Uh-huh. Actually, well, well, first, she cut off his, his hand with a glove. And then he looks all like, oh, like, surprised. No, not my power. Yes. <laughs> so he looks all surprised. <laughs> and then she says some a liner, a one-liner or something about, like, welcome to my life, bitch, or something like that. Welcome to my world, bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. Scary Terry from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's a line from Freddy vs. Jason, actually. Yes. So, was this movie... Maybe this they mo- ripped off Freddy vs. Jason. I think they did for a few things. 
And that's why I'm yeah. liking this so much. <laughs> <laughs> you should like it because they're paying like a tribute to them. <laughs> no, they tried. See, and I actually got to say a few things that, that they try to pay tribute with in a couple minutes here. But uh, before we do that, I'm going to talk about... Uh, one, so they managed to kill Freddy and then Quentin gets in the ambulance. He gets carried away. And then it's the infamous cliffhanger ending where Nancy's talking to her mom. And then, chan chan chan, Freddy pops up into the mirror behind her and snatches her into the mirror dimension. So, <laughs> so what do you think that ending means? Does that mean that Nancy's still trapped in the dungeon somewhere? I don't, honestly, it was a mind fuck. I was just like, well, that's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Because one, that's my favorite actress in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then it just didn't make sense. So was she even saved? Was it a dream within a dream, which I fucking hate when I have those. I hate it. Oh, yeah. I've had those Inception what? dreams. <sighs> They're so dumb. <laughs> I'm thinking that that's kind of what they were trying to imply, that she never actually woke up. Um, I guess... Or maybe because like he stayed in the world, and maybe he it was like a two-way mirror. So I don't know. I'm overthinking <laughs> this. <laughs> Definitely, because the mirror actually breaks, and then when he pulls her in, the mirror puts itself back together. So I don't think. Well, any- super glue. He's very crafty. <laughs> he made the glove. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to think that that is what happened, or that they were, that that's what they're trying to imply, rather, that. Nancy never actually woke up from her nap in the dungeon, and she's still there. And eventually she might have gotten killed too, but what does that mean if the mom is there with her? Because does that does that mean like the mom is also asleep at that point and having the same dream? I guess so. See what how Yeah, much because it... now she's remembering Freddy. So she's probably like on the airplane. Oh wait, no, this isn't the air mom. Fuck. <laughs> What does she do for a living? I think she's a stay-at-home mom, I think. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so she's napping between yoga classes and all of a sudden, boom. <laughs> See, but have you ever had anyone that had the exact same dream as you are at the exact same time? At the exact same time, no. But I know like I've talked about a dream and they're like, oh, yeah, something similar. Uh-huh. But even then, it wasn't the exact same. It was just something similar. Yeah, because that was that would be the only way in which this would work. If Nancy is trapped in the dream world and she never got out, then and that means that she saw her mom getting killed. That means that the mom is having the exact same dream at the exact same time. What if she did make it out of the, the place? Or she's, she's awake, but they, they're at the hospital and they're asleep. And because they're asleep, they're at the hospital together. Because, I mean, everyone gets tired at the hospital. And yeah. they accidentally doze off. And then because they're in that close proximity, they have the dream. I don't know. I think we're trying to give this movie too much credit. Uh, yes. <laughs> to make up for its uh, mediocrity, I think. Uh, so <laughs> that was our review slash rant slash I don't know what to call this. About <laughs> Nightmare on M Street 2010. It's a shit show, okay? I mean, <laughs> Okay, so I, I'm not going to say anything else because I already said enough, I think. But um, this movie is not... I don't recommend this movie to anyone. <laughs> Especially if you're a fan of the original franchise. I do have to give it some props. Because I felt like I understood the backstory more 
on this one because like the original one i didn't i didn't feel like they it was or maybe i'm not remembering the old one but i just don't feel like i actually got the full backstory like they kind of sprinkled it in here or there but with this one i feel like they were more in your face about it so that i i did like about it yeah i mean they did have a lot more information about the characters themselves as to and how the past affects uh affects the present so that's yeah. something this movie did different and i guess that's a plus for this movie but anything besides that i mean i don't know it's, it's just mm. so before we move on to the stories part of this podcast episode bill i want to talk about a couple of things that they do in fact have some throwbacks or easter eggs from other from actually the first movie so i think uh first things first and the first one that i picked up on was those creepy ass girls with that creepy ass song yeah that are jumping the rope why the jump rope is coming for you. <laughs> yeah them bitches <laughs> <laughs> them girls be creepy as hell uh so that was one of the things that they try to i guess make a part of this movie as a throwback and then there's that one scene where nancy's in her bed and you see freddie on the wall kind of like trying to pour out of the wall in, in a way kind of uh, that actually happened in the first movie as well but in the first movie since it was made in the 80s they actually had some sort of mesh in the wall so robert england who was playing freddie actually had to press himself against the mesh and try to kind of like make it seem like he was actually going in through a wall and i think in this movie they made it with computer graphics and it looks a little weird Oh, okay. Now I'm like, what do you mean, Mesh? I was trying to figure it out. I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> but now I get it. It's like the like the netting when you go to like a play system and you're walking on the netting and it's like it gives. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like it, you know, a movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that scene was kind of like a little throwback to the first movie also. And then, of course, Chris's death... It's like Tina's death in the first movie, like when she's falling and she's asleep and she's getting thrown around in the roof and into the wall and stuff like that before she gets killed. That actually happens in the first movie as well, but I think the first movie looks a lot cooler. Well, because like back then they didn't have all these fancy graphics and stuff now. Uh It's like they had to make it as realistic as possible. So, the next thing that I have on my list is that the boyfriend dies in jail, like the boyfriend in the first movie also. So, the guy that gets accused of killing Tina or, or Chris in this movie, he also dies in jail and his cellmate is all like, get me the fuck out of here, what the hell, what's wrong with this guy? Can you imagine, like, okay, you're in a confined space, let's just say prison, let's say you're, you're, you're in a house somewhere, and you're hanging out with somebody in that house. And then all of a sudden you see them kind of just die for no reason. Like their their insides pouring out, like their 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 body gets cut up from invisible hands or whatever you want to call it. And they just collapse in front of you and die. What do you do? I would do my best to render aid and I would call 911 because I'm not a little bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> like that angered me. It's like, come on, man, seriously. Oh, you'll go to get some. But when she's in <laughs> trouble, you're like, I'm out. Come on, how selfish are you? <laughs> so the same thing can happen to him. I mean, now he's uh, with his cellmate 
um, in their ass. I know the poor guy's like, <laughs> I'm innocent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, how does he even gonna explain that? He's gonna get like another murder in his fucking rap sheet. Okay. Well, if okay, if I was a fellow prisoner, I would have been yelling for the guard as soon as I saw some crazy shit going on. I wouldn't have waited. I wouldn't have been like, let me see how this pans out. Like, I would have been like, guard, this guy, what the hell's wrong with him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you need to sedate him. Wow. But no, instead he just watches. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. But then well, again, I'm not in that situation and I'm not perfect. So, <laughs> Stepa, because I don't think I'll ever be in that situation. Yeah, no, of course hopefully. not. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Uh, but in, in the first movie, the guy actually dies when Freddy hangs him from, from the bars in the window with a bed sheet so it's a different death and he doesn't have he did not have a cellmate i don't think in that first movie and then another throwback is that iconic shot of the glove hand pouring out of the the bathtub as nancy's taking a bath they did the same oh. the same kind of shot for the first movie too and it's a little creepy i mean it is creepy but i think I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so just say it. <laughs> I, I mean, it's an iconic scene, and I guess you have to at some point make a reference to it. But they pretty much copy the scene like step by step. You know, I mean, not really, but in a way like that shot at least. That well, to, okay. How else could they have done the bathtub scene? I don't know. I mean, she couldn't be on her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could have made it a shower scene, but I don't know people that actually fall asleep standing up, you know? Mm, I had a teacher who once did. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> she was an older lady and she was writing stuff on the board and she kind of just leans against the board for a minute and she's like her head and she stays there for like two or three minutes. Just leaning her her head against the board and just like... Oh my lord, Jesus! That's <laughs> crazy! And, <laughs> and this is a true story, mind you. So we're like, ma'am, are you okay? And then she's like, uh-huh. And she turns around and she has that look that she's like half awake. That when you wake up, you know, from a nap or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, as far as we know, or I know, that lady didn't have any sort of sleeping disorder. So, because that's the only time that I ever started doing that. But... <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's the one time that I can actually say for a fact that I saw somebody either have a blackout or something as, as they were standing up. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah. Um, okay, so then another one of the throwbacks would be that there's a dead friend in a body bag at the school hallway. Nancy sees a body bag being dragged across the hallway. And she thinks it's her friend Chris. But it's, in fact, Freddy Krueger. In the bag? Yeah, in, in the body bag. But in the first movie, it actually was the friend, or it looked like the friend. And it turns out that Nancy's having, like, a dream sequence. But that's a, another little throwback to, to the first movie. Like, a similar scene. With what she thinks is her friend inside a body bag being pulled in the hallway and blood trailing behind her. Wow, this is news to me. <laughs> Maybe you were uh, blacked out during that scene. <laughs> <laughs> How old is the original one? 
the first movie came out, I believe, in 1984 or 5. Oh, I wasn't even born. <laughs> I was... I don't think I was born yet, but I was in, on the process of being born, I think, or on the way. Uh, or if anything, I was a few months old, but uh, I can't remember exactly when, what month. I'm from August, so... Uh, then the quicksand or liquid floor, this is the dream sequence where this movie's Nancy is kind of trying to run away from Freddy. And then as she's trying to do that, she comes into this hallway and the hallway is made of like quicksand or, or she starts kind of falling into it. And there's a similar scene in the first movie where that movie's Nancy is trying to climb up the stairs to her room in the second floor. And the stairs kind of turn to mush and it's kind of like quicksand. So, hmm. that's another little throwback. And, of course, that infamous ending where Nancy's mom is absorbed into a window-slash-mirror. That kind of also happens in the first movie at the end. Did you know that Johnny Depp was in the original one? Yes, of course. I didn't know this. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It came out in November of 1984. Okay, so I was about three months old, maybe. <laughs> wow. Two or three months. I wasn't even a thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, Johnny Depp was in the first one. I mean, I'm a huge fan of this franchise. I'm a bigger fan of Jason's, of course. But, uh... Too late. You already said it. I'm going to tell Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Jason is the OG goat. Uh, Anyways. What does that mean? Oh, my God. Sometimes (laughs) I feel super old because I hear all these, like new words or acronyms and i'm like i don't know what what's going on <laughs> goat in the in the context of of something cool for example or somebody being cool it's it means the greatest of all time so it's like an abbreviation Ay, Dios mio. <laughs> this generation why can't we just say things <laughs> i'm sounding like a 50 year old <laughs> <laughs> just spell it out completely um so bell unless you have anything more to add about this rant or i, I feel like I'm in the middle of a therapy session with you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of just... Airing, I have nothing else to say about this. <laughs> I'm kind of just airing my grievances to you. And thank you, by the way, for putting, my, putting up with me today. Uh, <laughs> I do mean that sincerely. Thank you. Uh, so let's go ahead and give this movie our scores. So what is the unit? Why are we doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just just for for the sake of formality, I mean, we have to have a record of this somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, the units, the units that I, I came up with, I don't know if you agree or not, is razor filled gloves. Um, Do you want to change? How it? about how about jump ropes? Jump ropes. Okay. <laughs> the creepy ass little girls uh okay so how many jump ropes bell does this movie get for you out of 10 it doesn't get one a zero i forgot my jump rope where is it oh no <laughs> an invisible jump rope uh... <laughs> so okay i'll give it the one because it explained the backstory to me and i love that okay i'm surprised that i'm giving this a high rating than you are Wow. Uh, <laughs> but I will give it a 2 out of 10. Two jump ropes out of 10. Why? Because uh, I'm feeling generous today. This is I am trying to <laughs> I'm trying to turn my life around, I'm trying to think positive here, so I'm, I'm okay, you know, movie you you did me wrong, but I I I'll forgive you and I'll give you a 2 out of 10. How's that? 
kind of. It's a pity jump. <laughs> Basically, so... <sighs> yeah, and now as far as Freddy himself, how many skulls is he getting out of 10? Well, now that you gave me a little tidbit of information... Wait, wait. Are we doing the way he looks or his kills? Uh, Everything in general as far as his look, his kills, his, his character, like his persona, the way he acts. I guess two. Two? Yeah. Alright, so once again, in the spirit of generosity, I'll give Freddy a 3 out of 10 skulls in the scary meter. For this wow, moment. you're just one-upping me on everything, making me look like a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> once again, both forgive and forget. I will, I'll, <laughs> I'll forget, but not forgive. Oh, you're standing in front of the mirror as you say that. <laughs> I'll forgive, but not... I'll, I'll forget this movie, but not, I will not forgive it. Let's just say that. Uh, every time that I watch it, I'll, I'll feel the rage creeping up on me again. Uh, <laughs> Just don't launch any beer cans at the TV. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, since neither of us has any more to add about this, we'll be right back and we can talk to Belle about some of the stories she wanted to share with us. So we stick around. All right, Belle. So, as something that came to be of a Twitter survey that we did a couple weeks ago, I asked the people what they thought we could do for the podcast that would make it a little bit more entertaining and engaging for them. So, I want to say about 45% said that they want to hear scary stories. So, how do you feel about that? I mean, like, I'll do my best, but I'm not the best storyteller because I jump all over the place and then I'll go on my side adventures, just like I'm doing right now. So. <laughs> all right, so I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to kind of steer you back into the path, so to speak, before you get too, too, too out there. Um, so, okay, but before we start... Is this going to be a story that you made up or a story that you read somewhere or something that actually happened to you? Okay, so this is going to be something that actually happened to me because I have really fucked up dreams. And it's weird because they'll hit me for like a while, but then all of a sudden I won't have a nightmare. And then it's just back to back to back. I, I hate it. So... You're going to share one story, and I'll share one on my own, too. I mean, I've had weird dreams myself, nightmares. And I haven't had one in a while, but when I do have them, they're pretty intense. And I typically wake up with some sort of sleep paralysis after the fact. So on top of me having a, a fucked up dream, I wake up and I'm having sleep paralysis. I can't move, so that's like double the terror. Uh, yes. But I'm going to let you go ahead and start. So, okay. Um... Is there anything that you want to say as background to this, or are you going to just go ahead and talk about your dream? Um, well, I'll just say that I was in middle school when this happened, and I was living in San Benito at the time. And it was when my mom's uh, boyfriend at the time was living with us. So I fell asleep. I don't know why it's important that I mention that, but I guess it's because, like, I well, I'll explain right now. Mm -hmm. So I was asleep, and... I tend to have dreams within a dream. So I had a nightmare, but then I woke up in my dream. I didn't know. And when I woke up within my dream, I was having sleep paralysis. And I was seeing that very famous dark figure. Uh, I forget what they call them. Like a shadow person? Yes, there we go. The shadow person. And... As it is, the house I grew up in, I know I've mentioned it before, um, was I've had super natural things go on there. But so it was this, this person there 
that was like banging on the wall and it, it was just very loud and I have very vivid dreams and like everything that goes on in the dream I can feel it and it's not like normal dreams and I, I hope that makes sense but it's like I'm living it like it's real life and I hate that so this they're banging and banging and yelling and and like they're scaring the shit out of me because I can't even get up and move like I'm freaking out and so finally like I'm I am able to force myself awake and when I get up because I I can't really tell the difference between reality and a dream I burst into like mom's room and mind you this is a small it was a one bedroom home in San Benito that they made into two bedroom by closing off the living room and so I run into her room and I was like did papa come which is my brother's nickname because he used to live next door and my grandma's house behind her house like in a shed type of room but I had a very interesting upbringing so I burst into her room and I wake up her ex-boyfriend at the time he's like what the fuck is going on because like here's <laughs> out of nowhere someone you know just coming into the room yelling uh-huh. like did papa come into the house right now because he was hitting my fucking wall like i was losing it i was <laughs> fucking losing it and my mom was like what is wrong with you wow <laughs> and after that i can't sleep I'll stay up as, as until my body tells like shuts off like you know mm-hmm. like what they happened in Freddy like, I try <laughs> and stay awake I'll turn TVs on lights on I won't feel alone I feel like someone's there I always feel a presence which drives me even more bonkers so like I I try to find a way to to stay up but I, I can't help it and then I'll just wake up I'm like oh shit because I ended up falling asleep but that was one of the worst ones that I've had because. I couldn't tell the difference between my dream and reality. Wow. And that scared the shit out of me. So the the shadow person ever actually get to your room? So you say you saw it, right? Yeah, because I would see it, but then I would hear the banging on the wall. Huh. So it was like it was in and out. It was weird. But like I I I tend to see shadow people. Which I honestly, I don't even like talking about it because I always feel like when I talk about it or think about it, it like Freddie, it, it's back. It manifests itself. Yeah. And I know I sound psychotic, but that it's just, it is like how it is with me and I my dreams and I, I get scared. I wake up feeling like with like, I don't know if you've ever had a panic attack, but that's what happens with me. Mm-hmm. And that's because like I'm on meds for that. So I shouldn't be, but sometimes I get real triggered when I sleep. And that's it. I'm fucked for the rest of the night because I refuse to sleep. So, But yeah. That's a very creepy tale you're telling us right now. Yes, I'm telling you, it sucks. And I hate that I feel like that presence, you know, someone watching you or standing over you. I freaking hate it with a passion because every time you walk past an empty door or, a, you know what I mean, like an open door or something, you, it, it makes it even worse. But. So, in your opinion, you'd say that you're sensitive to stuff like that? I am very sensitive to stuff like that. It's so weird because my great-grandmother, who is my mom's grandma, I never met her. I think that the one time I met her, I was like a baby. I was maybe two, is what my mom said. Because I had a dream of her. I had a dream of her and her two dogs. And she used to live in the same house that we lived in, San Benito. And... Uh, She said that there was a curse and she actually saw 
um, the Lechusa, like at her back door. So that house has history. There's been a lot of deaths in front of the house, like growing up because we lived in front of the expressway. So there was always like accidents and stuff. Like I even remember like a bicyclist getting hit and knocking on the door and I answered the door and they were like injured. And Damn. yeah, so it, it's just a, it's just a weird area. And so I had this dream about her and I've maybe seen one picture of her. There wasn't a lot of pictures of her. So then I asked my mom one day, I'm like, hey, did she have this this type of hair? And did she have two dogs? And I was kind of describing what I saw. I'm like, and, and did she have this type of fence then? It was like a chicken wire fence that was low to the ground. And my mom was like, yeah. I'm like, I had a dream about that. And my mom was like, really? I'm like, yeah. And this is like, I had this dream like a long time ago when I lived in that house. You never saw the house as it looked like way back in the day, right? You just kind of... No, because I was like, I was a baby when we moved in. I was like one or two, I want to say. I don't even honestly remember. I just know I was there when my parents separated and that's when my memory started sticking. And I was like three or four. Wow. So... Yeah. Is this house stealing your family's property? No, my grandmother still lives next to it, but my mom sold it a while back, like when I was 16. And that's how she was able to come to Edinburgh and she bought a house over here. And, and that's when I moved over here. Oh, I see. Yeah. But that house, my mom and my dad were doing great. They used to live in a trailer and they were happy from what I understood, from what I'm told by both sides. They moved into that house and then something what I was told, once again, I can't vouch for this. Like, I'm just saying this is the stories that I've been told. Something in my mom changed. And um, my dad isn't innocent. I'm not saying he's innocent, but things happen. But at the same time, my mom kind of started acting different too. So my dad always blamed the house. That it was because of the house that things went to shit. When in reality, I mean, we all know people make choices and I'm not gonna go into that, but it was weird that that he made that comment that it was the house that changed my mom very amityville <laughs> exactly i was gonna just say that and i, I was gonna say i hope you, you don't think i'm making fun of it but it sounds like amityville yeah wow. and, which i mean it's weird and Definitely. i'm not making any of this up like if i wish i could just like call my dad and be like dad tell him what you said <laughs> <laughs> wow but it's just a it's a weird house i do think in my personal opinion, that places have vibes to them. That certain places have, even if you only lived there for a little bit, or rather, I'm sorry, not that, but like since you lived there since you were very young, and you're still able to see the house as it was way back in the day, for example. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, me personally, that's maybe something that the house was trying to show you for some reason. They leave an imprint on you, and that's, like, places you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, weird. I don't know. That is definitely a very weird story, Bill. Actually, both stories you're telling us. And, and just one other thing. Like, when mm -hmm. I moved into this house, because, you know, how I just, I'm barely going to have a year in my, my home. Mm -hmm. My dad came. And uh, he, I don't know what he was helping me with or what. I, oh, he was helping me move in. So then he calls my sister, apparently. 
I didn't know about this. He calls my sister and tells her, you need to bless Belle's house. I feel, se siente bien pesado, is what he said. And I don't know how that actually translates good in English, besides it saying it feels heavy. But I feel like there's another way of saying it that really explains it. Uh, basically, that there, there's, a, there's a bad vibe to that place. Yeah. So I never got that. But at the same time, everything kind of impacts people differently. And I was, I honestly, I wanted to come into this house like fresh start, you know, new. I think, you know, I was able to do it on my own. You know, like I was just trying to like stay positive. But I mean, there are times where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I walked by the stairs real quick, like I mentioned. But my sister, when she came and she blessed and stuff, and she also sensed something, which I, I try to block out because like I told you, I'm very sensitive when it comes to that. And then it just fucks with me for a while. So, like, I can't even take sleeping meds or any of that because it, no. So, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to share, I was going to share just one story, but since you shared so many with us, I'm going to share two of them. And I one... didn't mean to. This is no, what no. I was talking about. I got my little no, 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 you're fine. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is, I mean, uh, it, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you can, it, it's fine. You can share as much as you want to share with us. I, I, don't, I don't mean to stop you from that. But I was just going to say that because... I mean, I was going to share one story, but I feel it would be unbalanced if I only share that one story. Because I'm going to say one story. I, actually, both of these I've never talked about in the podcast before, not even when money goes here. But one of the stories I'm going to share with you is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And I've only shared this story with like maybe two people in my entire life. But the first one, which is not that story. The first one is uh, like you, for example, when you had dreams like that I, I remember the first time i ever 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 had sleep paralysis ever and as i have mentioned before in this podcast i grew up in mexico so during the school year i'd be here in the u.s <laughs> going to school and then friday afternoon i'd pack my bags and go back to spend the week weekend with my parents and my brothers over there well my parents more than my brothers because by that point my brothers were already in their 20s Anyways, uh, I'd come back usually on Sunday afternoon around I mean, sometime after 7 or 8 o'clock in the evening. So I'd spend basically the whole weekend over there in Mexico with my parents. And this one time, for some reason, we had to come back early. So we came back on a Sunday morning. And if you know anything about me, Bill, is that I hate waking up early. <laughs> I don't even think you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing is, I have insomnia. In a way, I at some point, I mean, I, it's, I do want to fall asleep and just black out. But the thing is, I wake up after like an hour or two. I just feel mm -hmm. like something is in the room with me. But that's, that's, that's another thing for later. So I wake up at different spots during the night. But anyways, if there's one thing that I hate about my life is that I have to wake up early in the morning. Or at least back then when I was a student or a kid. So... I woke up that Sunday morning and we came back and I was in a bad mood. I was like, oh, whatever. So I got to my, my aunt's house, my dad's sister, who was the person that I would stay with during the week. And for some reason, everyone had to go somewhere. And I was like, you know what, guys, I'm still sleeping. I just take a nap. Just go whatever, probably Walmart or something like that. So I go to sleep in the room that I would stay in. And I'm alone in the house. Everyone else has gone to Walmart or Target, whatever the fuck. And 
I wake up. I don't know how long it's been. Maybe like 30 minutes since I fell asleep. And it's still daytime, mind you, because it's uh, we got there like at maybe eight. No, we came maybe like 10 in the morning. So it's still daytime. And I'm the only person in the house. And the room that I slept in, I always close the door. Because I'm like you, I feel like somebody's watching me in my sleep. So if I close the door, I feel like, ha, you can't, you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they actually get into the room with me. But anyways, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Uh, so I always used to close the door because I'm like, oh, if something's watching me, it can just go fuck itself. Not today. So, <laughs> so I, I would close the door. And this time when I woke up, the door was open. And I... Th- thought for a split second I closed that door and I'm the only person in this house like I, I had the real like that thought real quick in my brain as I opened my eyes and I was waking up and so I was like well let me get up to close it and I couldn't move and I was like what the fuck so I, I try to wake up a couple of times and I can't move and I realize what's something's wrong and I start hearing footsteps in the hallway and I'm like, are they home already? So I try to call out for somebody and I can't speak. Oh, I hate that. So um, at this point, I'm, mind you, this is all happening in the span of like a few seconds, right? I woke up, I see the door open and I'm like, let me get up to see it, to close it. I can't. I start he- hearing footsteps and I'm like, hey, who's there? But I can't even say that. And on top of that, I start feeling evil. I can't describe it any other way. I just it, it just felt like something evil was in that house at that moment. And as far as I know, that house isn't haunted. I mean, every now and then you'd hear noises in the staircase because they had a second story. And every now and then <laughs> we could swear that we that we heard steps going up the stairs, but I mean, uh, that was never confirmed. But the point is that I was usually comfortable in the house. I never really felt like anything was there, but that time... And I I could hear it walking in the hallway and heading towards the room. And at this point, I'm starting to freak out because I'm like, what the fuck? I can't move and I can't speak. And I feel this thing walking towards me. And I see a shadow, like, kind of just turning the the door from the hallway into the door. And it kind of, I see, like, it looks like a black shape, right? And I can't see any features in it. It literally looks like a shadow. I can't see a face or eyes or anything like that. And I heard it say something, but I can't remember what it said. And I kind of, as soon as it saw me, it walked towards the bed and it kind of sat down on the bed with me. And it kind of just looked at me for a couple seconds. And that's when I broke free. I was like, wow. Like, and I was was like, because mind you, I I also couldn't breathe. (laughs) Oh, man. Now, everything that I just told you happened in maybe the span of like 10 to 20 seconds. Right, but it feels like forever. Exactly. It felt like I was like that for like, I don't know, 10 minutes. But it was 10 seconds or at the most 20 seconds. So, I mean, that was really, that that was the first time that I ever, ever, ever had sleep paralysis. And I still remember everything that happened to this day. And I've had it since, several times. but, But I think I always feel like the first time that I ever had it was the most intense. 
yeah, because you also never experienced that. That's so a whole new sensation, and you're kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, and at that time, I think I must have been around 16 or 17, because I was already in high school. Oh, wow. And I remember the time frame, more or less, because something was going on around that time in my life. So that is the, the age that I must have been around back then, about 16 or 17 years old. And so, yeah, that was the, the first ever encounter that I had with a sleep paralysis slash shadow person slash demon, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I wonder what it is, though. Like, what? I don't know, because it, don't it's know. something that's very common. It happens to a lot of people. Yeah, and I've uh, I've seen documentaries on it, mm. but I don't know. So that was one story, and the second story is going to be a little longer, so please bear with me. You, Belle, and the five people that are still listening after my rant on Fresh Cougar. <laughs> a couple of episodes ago, we talked about Animeville and how there's a scene in that movie where the people walk around blessing the house. Right? Yeah. So I talked about how I don't think I would have what it takes to do that, but and <laughs> I kind of lied, lied a little bit about that because... I, in fact, had something kind of similar happen to me in the house that I live in right now. And this is something that I've never really shared with in the open with anybody. I mean, maybe, like I said, maybe like one or two really close friends. So, this happened. Long story, but uh, short story. Uh, <laughs> the short version <laughs> is that um, something was happening to my brother's family. And they went to see a lady. Actually, the same lady that I went to when I was cursed, quote-unquote. So, she said that something was threatening my brother's kid, his oldest son. Well, he's only got two kids, but the, the son, which is the oldest kid. And that... You're not going to believe me, but I just saw my currents move. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding you. Like I saw the currents move a little bit, and I was like, what the fuck? Anyways. Oh. Uh, that's okay. I'll survive. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... Anyways, this lady tells us that somebody's trying to make my brother's uh, life miserable, whatever. So that we should do a cleansing, blah, 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 whatever. So we're doing what she's telling us. And at some point, she turns... Uh, my brother tells me, well, she wants to see you again. So I go, and she tells me, well, you're going to help your brother by doing this and this in your house, right? Because the bad vibes affects him directly, but it's also going to affect you because you're his brother and, you know, you guys have a, a blood link with each other. So my oldest brother and I look, speak, and act very similar. It's like I'm like a, a little mini clone of him. <laughs> <laughs> my middle brother and I are more different than, than anything, but... My oldest brother and I seem to be very similar as far as our personalities. But anyways, so that's what the lady was trying to say. That you guys have, have a very close bond of, of blood, whatever. So anyways. Uh, so she, she tells me what to do in the house. And I'm do and she's like, and if you see something, you're going to do this. Okay. So what we had to do is we had to do a cleansing in this house. Something that's called a sumerio. I don't know if you ever heard about that. No, not that actual word. Okay, so in essence, what that is, is that she gave us a list of ingredients, which I remember most of them. It was just garlic and sugar, cinnamon, 
grain pepper, not not ground pepper, but, but grain pepper. And also some chile rojo, like the one that you make tamales with. Okay. And what else was there? I think that must have been it. I think maybe uh, a little bit of water or something that she gave us to put in there. Anyways, what we had to do is we had to put that on the stove for a minute in the comal and kind of get it to start smoking. And once that happened, I would have to walk around the house saying a prayer, kind of like a, like a cleansing, right? Cleansing ritual. So we did this in the sartén, which is like a frying pan. And I remember she, she told me, if you see something after you guys do that in the frying pan, you need to do this. And what that was is I had to go and bless the house. And I was like, but I'm not a priest. What the hell? Like, <laughs> <laughs> So we do the thing, whatever. And my mom was with me because my mom's always been kind of like, not nosy, but she's been uh, kind of like, what, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um... I guess protective. <laughs> so she's like, no, mijo, like if something happens to you, I'll be there to help you out. Or I'm like, okay. Well, mind you, this happened about 12 years ago around the time the movie came out. Uh, another thing to blame on Freddy. Um, <laughs> so we do the thing and we dump the contents in a bag because with that bag we gotta throw it and, and bury it somewhere in a hole in the ground whatever it's, it's a whole different process but i don't want to go into that too much right now that we have to do but as okay so we dump the ingredients of the cleansing in this once they've cooled off into a plastic bag or something like that and we're gonna we're about to go into the backyard and bury it whatever not in the backyard but in the lot that's behind the backyard because you have to do it outside the property but anyways I see a face in the frying pan. A face in the frying pan? Yeah, you like you know when when stuff the the stuff that, that burned, it kind of uh -huh. when you burn stuff it kind of leaves like a mark in the in the frying pan whatever it is. Yeah. At first, that's what I thought it was just like the the residue or or the the not the ashes because it wasn't really ashes, but it was kind of like a mark, like a black mark. And then I see it again and I look at it and it's a, a demon's face. That's the best way that I can describe it. Mind you, I've never seen a demon in my life. <laughs> Which demon would you say it looked like? I can't tell you because I don't know what demons look like. But all that I know or that I can say is that to me at that moment, it looked like a demon. And it was laughing. Mm. Ugh. It was laughing at me, and or and then I I kind of just froze. I was holding the frying pan in my hand, and I froze. And then I I told my mom, "Mom, look at this. What do you see?" And my mom, <laughs> my mom was pretty dark skinned. She turned white, <sighs> and she started almost crying. And she was like, what the fuck is that? Is, is it Diablo? Is it Devil? You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so she starts, like, again, like, she starts praying, like, the the, the Lord's Prayer, whatever the, whatever she can think of. And so then she was like, remember, you gotta, you gotta do what the lady told you. So as I'm doing this, I'm holding the frying pan and I'm looking at it. <laughs> and 
picture this. I'm walking around the house with, with a vial of holy water that we had. My mom always has stuff like that because she's, she's Catholic. So we normally have holy water in the house. So I don't know from where, but I got the urge that, you know what? I got to seal this house. I don't know what came over me. So as, as I'm walking around with a vial of holy water, I'm blessing or trying to bless every window, every door, every everything in the house. But I can't stop looking at this fucking thing in the, in the frying pan. And the more that I look at it, the more terrified. I, I was terrified of this thing, whatever it was. And people out there might be like, that's, that's whatever, you know. And if somebody told me the story, I'd be saying the same thing. But I went through it and I was, I have never felt as much fear in my entire life, Bell, as I felt in that moment. I can't even imagine. I can't even tell you what it was. Like, it was just this fear. It wasn't like, oh, like like a creepy, like, uh, like a, you know, whatever. I don't know what it was. I, I couldn't tell you the name of it. I couldn't tell you what it looked like exactly. I could just only tell you that it looked like a demon. So I'm walking around with this thing in my hand. And the holy water in the other hand, and I'm blessing and, and every door and window, whatever. And my mom's walking behind me, she's crying. And <laughs> oh my god! So I'm laughing because like I'm, I'm still kind of scared by that, or not scared, but kind of getting like the, the creeps from telling the story. So, <sighs> so we finish walking around the house and blessing every door, every window, and. The face didn't disappear, but it became a lot less clear in the frying pan. And after, wow. after that, what we did is we threw everything away where like, the lady had told us we did everything that we were supposed to do, but we threw the frying pan also. We, we didn't want to keep it in the house anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so as far as that goes, that is the closest that I've ever allegedly come come into contact with a demon or whatever the hell oh my god that's like oh that's terrible so in essence what happened is that the i don't know how this lady knew that this was going to happen yeah that's one thing i'm kind of like i don't know because she told me, you're going to do this cleansing, and there, she's like, there's a really high chance you're going to see something, and if you do, you got to do this. you got to bless the house and the doors and the windows and all that stuff. And mind you, I'm Catholic, but I don't practice. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, at that point, I don't want to make myself sound like a better person than I am. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point, the only thing that I wanted is to keep my mom safe. Yeah. That was my number one priority. I was like, you know what? Whatever the fuck happens, happens, but you're not going to touch her. So, that was my story of my demonic encounter. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I just wonder how she knew. Exactly, I mean, and this lady was pretty good. Um, she, I mean, I haven't seen her in a long time now, but... Um, apparently what happened is that somebody was jealous of my brother and his family, so they wanted to mess that up for him. And that is how I became involved in this. <laughs> so, I don't know how you feel about that story. You can believe it or not. I mean, I'm not saying you, but just people. I don't like it. People in the audience in general. Of course, I mean, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the fact that I went through that shit. <laughs> I don't blame you. Because it's I... like, it's creepy. 
I don't blame you. And at some point, I might actually retell the story, but like in a creepy setting. <laughs> For our YouTube channel, I, I shall kind of like narrate it more slowly and more with a, with a more uh, movie voice type of thing. <laughs> but okay, do you remember what it looked like? Like if you were to go through a chart of demons, uh-huh. would you be able to say it's that one? More than likely, because I, I remember it was like a picture. Like so a... now, like you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go through you the demons. Have to relive like... <laughs> this all over again because I'm fucking curious and I want to know which one it was. I'll tell you what. We'll find the book and we'll do it in your house. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what public libraries are for. <laughs> All right, as long as you're there next to me, because I don't want to do this by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can do it. It's just like, I mean, but you got a beard to see what I'm talking about. It's scary. No, so let's do that sometime. Let's go ahead and go find the public space and go through the demon encyclopedia. <laughs> but do you think that's like opening a door, kind of like with the, the Ouija boards? I don't think it is. And cards and stuff? No, I don't think it is. I think it would be if I try to invoke it, but I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm not going to try to like race it or, or have it. Don't be all craft on me, please. Which, by the way, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. Like, I mean, if, if you're just looking at stuff like that, just looking but not actually doing anything as far as trying to bring it into your life or praying to it or stuff like that, I don't think that's opening a door. Well, you see, like my brother and sister-in-law, they are very religious. They're not Catholic, but I don't remember the religion that they are for the life of me. Um... I know for like they're Christian. That's like the main, you know. But they have like um like spider webs underneath as far as what type of Christian and stuff. They feel that when you li- watch scary movies or when you watch movies that have demonic things in it, like The Exorcist and Poltergeist stuff of that nature, and when you listen to music, it's similar. I guess the best I could example would be maybe. Dragula, the song. If, or Living Dead Girl, maybe. I think what's going to happen, Bill, is we may have to dedicate an entire episode to stuff like this down the line. Uh, maybe... I mean, but like maybe we can do like early in the morning when the sun's out. And... <laughs> <laughs> it can be on a Sunday when we're both free and we can. It's like daytime. How's that? And I'll go sit at a church. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I mean, not that I'm making fun of it, yeah. but I'm just saying so I can feel safe. <laughs> so, okay, I need to ask you a question now before we we move forward with this. This is gonna be, I guess, the first episode of this, of of its kind for us, in which we do half the episode is gonna be a movie review, and half the episode is gonna be like scary stories or shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, should we title the episodes? for the movie or hyphenated or how, do, how are we going to do this? <laughs> I say we title it for the movie and they just kind of get surprised on what's coming out. Because <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have too many scary stories to share. It would be cool like if, I mean, if anyone that listens to us that writes creepypastas want to send in theirs and we can read it or if anyone wants to share theirs and we can talk about, you know, what they shared. Because I don't have too many. I just have a few. Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be our personal stories. It can be stories from the audience or stories that you and I find on the internet, for example, that we want to share with people yeah. that may not be familiar with them. So, 
but but my point is that we're gonna do half the episode is gonna be the movie and half is gonna be stories that are somehow connected i mean i guess some of those were connected to freddy because we we're talking about sleep paralysis <laughs> yeah and dreams and stuff and we're doing this, mind you, because the people in the Twitter poll voted that they wanted to hear scary stories. So don't be saying like, Yeah, no fuego. Yeah. Like, I signed up for movie reviews and now you guys are talking about scary stories. Well, that was what the people in Twitter decided. And we're doing what the people want, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. So, okay, we're going to try this out and see how, how this works out for the people in the audience. And if it seems to be going well, we'll keep doing it. And if not, we'll try something else because that's what we're about. We are... All about experimenting and trying to find out what works for for us here yes awesome so anything else to add before we close out the episode though no all right so we're right back with our closing remarks after this break all right bill so we're about to wrap it up for the day here and we want to thank everyone that took time to listen to this episode it's a brand new format we're seeing what happens with this because once again people on twitter voted for this <laughs> it's your fault guys <laughs> so you have created a monster so i mean we're still going to talk about movies and talk about shows maybe or something like that but that'll only be the first half of the episode and then the second half will be at least for the time being for the next few episodes we're going to try sharing scary stories creepypastas stuff like that so hopefully you guys enjoy it and if you think that we're going a little bit too far off topic <laughs> You can always let us know, email us. Our contact information is on our Linktree page. You can find us on linktree.com slash myths behind LGDS. You can email us there. You can find our Twitter, our Facebook, our Instagram, etc. So, which movie, Bill, are we doing for the next episode, by the way? Something to do with Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we were just discussing it, but there's like a ton of them. And you said, I think you said 2018, 2019. Yes. Isn't that when it came out? <laughs> Honestly, I I don't even know which. That it only came out on Peacock? Okay, no, no. That was Halloween Kills. We're not doing that one yet. Oh, okay, okay. I'll send you a picture. I'll send yes, you a, a picture of the, or a link or something so you know which one because I know there's a whole bunch of them. And so we're not, not, not doing the Rob Zombie ones either. <laughs> wow. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to emphasize that. I mean, of course, we all have our opinions. And there are people that like those movies and more power to them. But I happen to be one of the people who don't like those movies. So, more power to me. <laughs> <laughs> we can agree to disagree on that. So, yes, Bill. So, we are, in fact, doing the Halloween from this new trilogy of Halloween movies that came. That are, is about to finish, actually, when they release Halloween Ends sometime in this Halloween cycle. But uh, we're doing only the first one. And then after that, we're going to try to change things up a little bit also, as far as the movies go. But yes, we're going to be doing Halloween next time. Not the original. Yes. Not Rob Zombie. But <laughs> the one that came out like three, four years ago. So. You got any shoutouts tonight, Bill, by the way? Tonight? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my shadow person. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm kind of like you. When I walk around the house at night, I make sure that every door is closed. Yeah, and I have to sleep with my door open because my kids, or else yeah. my door would be closed. Yeah, of course. But <sighs> but uh, let's say I wake up and I need to get a drink of water or go use the restroom or something like that. I I normally close the doors before I go to sleep. 
but sometimes I miss one or I forget or maybe some shadow person slash demons open them I don't know but if I happen <laughs> to see an open one I close it again yes uh... <laughs> <laughs> so do I have any shout outs I want to give shout out to the people that voted on Twitter for that scary stories stuff I feel like we're gonna still keep the stories connected to the movie somehow yeah for example, Bill, next time we might talk about maybe a serial killer, since we're going to talk about Michael Myers. Or we can talk about, like, tragic Halloween tales. <laughs> exactly, you know, stuff like that. So we're going to keep it around the same theme of what the movie is about. So this being the first one, I mean, we did share s stories about sleep paralysis, and we kind of went off into the pasture for a minute, like we normally do, and came back. <laughs> yes. But in future episodes, we're going to try to kind of keep it on topic as much as we can. I mean, of course, I know Belle and I are always wandering off. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, anything else, Belle, we gotta add before we sign off for the night? I don't think so. Alright, so then that'll be it for this episode of Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. Once again, I hope you guys enjoy listening to us. Have a great night, evening, madrugada. Stay away from demons and frying pans. Um, close your doors. Close your doors. <laughs> uh, likewise, stay away from shadow people. Um, but yeah, until we see you in the next one, have a good one. Bye.